Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. I always have a, a rough week or two in the spring. Yeah, this I've got snow mold, right? I got snow mold yeah. issues, right? And uh, and then on top of that, I sort of exasperated the whole situation with a cold this week. Yeah, I know it's a cold because my wife has it. We both tested negative for COVID. Yeah, so it's not it's not the old vid. But well, you came out to uh, the old batch party, and uh, quite a few people have gotten colds and tested negative as well. Yeah, and like yeah, not just the at home tests either. No, no, uh, we're all friends. Flying to the states who had to do like go get tested yeah yeah that's the one thing right like wandering around the city now doing stuff you're like in contact with people and you're like getting bugs and yeah don't miss that lots going around apparently lots of bronchitis lots of strep throat going around yeah yeah I did the old flush this morning I went down into the basement with the old sinus machine and the I was feeling pretty rough Tuesday night what's the day is it Thursday yeah Yeah. I had a hot bath yeah some oils essential oils yeah and a couple beer and I feel it felt way better immediately and I've stayed better Maybe I'll yeah. do a tub. Maybe I'll do a big soak I tonight. I think the beer was the, the... It was the beer? Yeah, yeah. Not the essential oils? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think what you... You know what? When was the last time you candled? Oh, here we go. Candled. <laughs> You're candling, yeah. Yeah, do you... Have you guys done the flush? The I, sinus flush? I've always wanted to. I've never done it, though. Yeah, it's yeah. quite It's quite spectacular yeah. what comes out of, out of your melon. I've done I, the, like, head over the hot steaming water. And yeah. It kind of does the same thing. It just drains you. Like Yeah. yeah. Like, I've rinsed it out. Like uh, I want to see what comes out of that. But didn't we do it one that time in here? Cavernous studio, head of yours. Because no, I, I did I that when I, when I was trying time. those. Uh, what are those things? Those stints. Oh, or, you shunts for your nose. The problem with Jimmy is there's too many holes in his head, right? <laughs> so you you can't get any pressure. So it just <laughs> you stick the, the know, machine on his up head. Pressure here, Captain. You stick it, the machine on his head, and you just hit the go button, and then just like this <laughs> water starts spraying coming. out of his shunt and out of his ears. And everything's connected, right? Yeah, out his eyes. Yeah. It's like a strainer. It's like a big spaghetti strainer. You're such a dick. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Masters kicks off today. So we're going to do a topic revolving around the Masters Club dinner. So when you win, they walk you to the back of the building. They put a green jacket mm-hmm. on you. You do a little interview. Then you go home. Then the following year, when you come back... You get to host a dinner at Augusta Mm -hmm. called the Masters Club Dinner, and you get to decide the menu. And they've been doing this forever. Yeah, it's a tradition. Um, They've got. I found a list of them of the of the of some of the menus, like previous winners, what they chose. Well, we should do last year's winner because it was the first uh, Japanese champion. Yeah, Hiduku Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama. Jimmy, yeah, how do you say it? Jimmy, you're Japanese. It's Matsuyama. There we go. There we go. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What was his? Um, so his appetizers were assorted sushi, sashimi, um, chicken skewers. So yeah, sushi <laughs> basically. 
I uh, see the word you just missed. <laughs> Skip there. <laughs> I'm not saying that word. <laughs> and then they had some uh, miso glazed black, black cod, cod, which sounds delicious. Yeah. And then they had a uh, wagyu. Yeah, wagyu. So that's um, like an aged A5 wagyu beef ribeye with mixed mushrooms and vegetables. Yeah, that's like the best beef in the world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every once in a blue moon, Army Chris will go buy like a yeah. $100 piece of meat and cook it up, right? Yeah. I think that's what he does every once in I'm a never, while. I don't think I've ever had wagyu. I have. It looks so good. It's like butter. Yeah. It's like eating butter. It's 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 insane. And then I've f- only had it once. So for dessert they had Japanese strawberry shortcake. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That there, sounds good. There's some funny ones in well, there. Like well, yeah, Bubba. Bubba. Bubba Watson's uh, menu. Bubba Watson's <laughs> Caesar salad, grilled chicken breast, and confetti cake. <laughs> <laughs> when did he win? It was back 2013. 2013. 2013. Yeah. Oh, very funny. Tiger Woods had fajitas. Yeah, well, Tiger Woods has won so many times. How many dinners has he had, He'd right? probably, at the end of it, like, because I think that Fajitas was his last one in, yeah. in 2020 or whatever when he won, and he probably just like, oh, I like chicken fajitas. Throw those in there. What did I have at <laughs> the Waffle feel- House What last am I week? feeling today? <laughs> What's on your Masters Club dinner the following year? It doesn't have to be everything, but maybe there's something you really, really like. Um, and you have to have it on there. And what we'll do is we'll take the best suggestions yep. over the next 30, 40 minutes, and we'll build a menu okay. this morning, okay? The locker room topic of the day. Okay, so we're building our Masters Club dinner, and uh, we're going to take the best suggestions, and we're going we're gonna to try to make the best dinner we possibly can. A quick recap if you missed yeah. it. We're, um, if you win the uh, Masters, you get to host a dinner and you yeah. get to pick the menu. Okay? Um, so give us your suggestions. Uh, Brad said Wagyu tomahawk steaks. Is that a thing? I looked it up. Okay. Um, you can get them at Costco. This is for two steaks. Um, $430 for two steaks. Well, I think you kind of got to have a little bit of an asshole menu item, right? Yeah. Or like, else- I, I like that. I, I think that's our main. Or else you go with. Dean, Pizza 73 Wings. <laughs> I enjoy that, Dean, but I think I like Brad's idea better. Okay? <laughs> Let's go with Brad's for the main. Okay? All right. Okay, we got a main. We got the Wagyu Tomahawk Steaks. The locker room topic of the day. That we're talking about the Masters Club dinner. So when you win the Masters, you get to host a dinner the following year and you get yep. to pick the menu. So far, Brad has nailed down the main. We're going with a Wagyu tomahawk steak. Now, you can also add to these elements as well. Oh, yeah. But, like, if you wanted, like, a, I don't know, a special sauce on the Wagyu, like, we'll, we're willing to consider this. Ketchup. Right? <laughs> I don't know if you want ketchup on Wagyu. Just throwing that out there. All right. So what are we? What, where are we going next? Um, let's do a drink. Okay. Because yeah. we need a cocktail to start it out. You need a starter cocktail. Um, okay. Well, Mark is just straight up twenty-one-year-old bourbon. You know what? It, that feels right. Right. Well, we're having a big piece of meat. Eating yeah. Bourbon help with digestion. You know what? Uh, when I was building mine, because I did this yesterday, mm-hmm. sort of as a as a dry run to sort of see where my mind would go, and it just it looked like my keg 
order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like prime rib and uh, garlic and mashed potatoes. Garlic mashed potatoes. So my whole Asparagus. thing. Asparagus. I'm desperately craving a keg Caesar right now. Not the oh, yeah. Caesar salad, but the Caesar, like the drink Caesar. Yeah. So can we put that down there? <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to slam a Caesar. Well, if you you would be the second Canadian to win the Masters, too. you got to have something Canadian. And a Caesar's, Caesar's Canadian. Canadian, yeah. Okay, so I, you know what? And I think you start with here's what we'll do. Okay, Mark, I like Mark's bourbon yeah. idea, but that's more of a I've done my meal uh, an after dinner, after dinner drink, and then the pre-drink is going to be the Caesar. Okay, with, okay. with with a back with a back bacon like garnish. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you got to garnish it up. You got to yeah. put the bean in there, and yeah, the whole nine yards. Yes, yes. Okay, so we got our we got our pre-drink. Yeah. And our, is everyone okay with me picking the pre-drink? I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Mark. The locker room topic of the day. Uh, we don't need to go through what we've got so far, but I will say this: we're not doing this in any particular order. No. Uh, we're just doing this based on the the contributions that we like. So we're building our Masters Club dinner. If you win the uh, the Masters, you get to pick the dinner next year before yeah. the tournament for everybody, for all the winners. And we're going to go with an appy next, Grant? Christy. Yeah. Well, we did the pre-drink there. You have your Caesar, yeah. your Red Lobster Caesar. And uh, Christy um, said appetizer. I like the sounds of this. Butternut squash soup with a deep-fried wonton. Okay. I Can I put my... Are you going to choose the appetizer on the, now? On the, on the butternut? Why? Squash. You don't like butternut what's, squash soup? What's wrong soup? with butternut squash soup? You guys Delicious. are okay with it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's it done right. just brings up some trial, childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you really need to... The, have, you need to see we, somebody. At we, least once or twice a week, my mom was cooking up some gourd or squash yeah, or something. Delicious. If right. we need, to, we need to bring your uh, psychiatrist on the show once in a while. The, we the, bring your lawyer. Okay. The other option, I think this is an appy. Uh, Mike from Ontario said PEI muscles. We don't have a seafood. We don't have a seafood muscles. Uh, and I don't mind a good muscle. Mm-hmm. Um. Can I? Well, listen, I want to shut the door on the butternut squash soup. Why? Soup is a nice little starter. With a wonton? Well, what, okay, what you, here's what, what we'll what do. What would you prefer? Can I Campbell's? Because uh, some people are allergic to seafood, so we'll have an option. Okay. You can have Christie's stupid butternut squash <laughs> soup, or you can have, who's who's got the muscles? Mike. Okay, so you got you got a choice you get of a an choice, Okay, Mike's muscles or Christie's weird soup. <laughs> okay, we'll put it both down. The locker room topic of the day. We're building our Masters Club dinner. We were just chatting there that we don't have any uh, vegetables yet. <laughs> right, everything's yeah. meat or booze. Um, it's it's. We got a couple of suggestions. Um, well, asparagus. That but was we got to wrap it in bacon. Yeah, no, <laughs> I like said. I like Henrik's because we don't have any bacon either. Yeah, right. Well, unless you count the bacon that we're going to put as a garnish in the Caesar. But yeah, you know what's better in the Caesar is a is a stick of pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yeah. Oh yeah, good pepperoni stick. Okay, this is a little way side note. But have you gotten a Caesar at a pub or a restaurant lately? Mm. One of the cutbacks is there's no more treats in the Caesars. Like the last three or four times I've gotten really? a Caesar at a bar, 
I there hasn't been a stick of pepperoni or anything in it. Caesar in a while. I'm trying to remember the last time. Hey, no, no, we had Caesars at uh, MKT. Uh, we had MKT, Caesars at MKT. Did you have something in that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember there was that a one. bean in it, and remember the doubles? Yeah. <laughs> Would you guys like? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Rip it up! You're getting that right, Locke. <laughs> yeah. All right. I at least bought your lunch. Okay, hold on. Um. Who who came up with the grilled? That was Henrik. Okay, the and other, then the other thing we have to do is we have to add a Tabor corn. Yeah, so Jimmy will be cooking up some White Farm uh, Tabor corn. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so there's our veggies covered for. I think that goes well with the Brad uh, Wagyu Tomahawk totally. steak as well. So we got uh, we got our veggies taken care of. Okay, yeah. we're still looking for suggestions here. The locker room topic of the day: building our Masters Club dinner. So when you win the Masters, you get to host a dinner with past winners the yeah. next year and you get to pick the menu and there's been some funny ones over the years we were talking about Bubba Watson's and his was like chicken and I don't know confetti cake Grilled and, chicken and, yeah, and yeah, yeah confetti cake anyway we've been getting you to pick the menu and we'll go through um, what we got so far because I think we're coming to a close here uh, but we don't have a dessert I'm not a real big like I'm not overly picky about desserts no me neither I never I never get dessert me neither, because I never, usually eat so much meat that that's like you know when we're in Jamaica and they're like, "Hey, you want more?" I'm like, "I'll just get more of the main course, actually." Yeah, skip the dessert. Yeah, but the yeah. Uh, red velvet cheesecake. Ooh, uh, who brought that? It's up? Okay, that's Jersey. Jersey said red velvet cheesecake. That sounds good. That's okay. I, um, the thing I like a good cheesecake. Thing about a cheesecake. I love cheesecake. It, it's heavy after a heavy meal. Can we pick something a little bit lighter? Um. Well. What else did we? Cinnamon buns came in. Oof. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a tough swallow. Uh, mint chocolate Klondike bars from Scuba. I don't mind. I like that. I don't mind the Klondike bar. Um, pecan pie came in. Oh, damn it. Butter tarts? Um, did this butter one, tarts come in? Butter tarts did not come in. <laughs> Tiramisu came in. Tiramisu is too much for me. I, I don't know why. I, like I know people love the tiramisu, but I'm. Uh, I've never. I've never. What's this one, Henrik? Some rich, strong ice cream, vanilla ice cream. Well, that's pretty um, simple, right? Um, Christy had said pistachio gelato. It's pretty tasty. That's not bad either. Yeah. Then that seems lighter, mm-hmm. right? What about what about uh, what are those called? Uh, the the deep fried ice cream where they. Uh, you like that? I've had it once, and it was I've never quite I've tasty. had it. It's pretty I, good. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, why don't we go with the Klondike? Because the Klondike bars. Let's do it. That's kind of funny. Because yeah, right. Yeah. You can't. Like, and who's going to be disappointed? At the Klondike end of the night, bar? after a meal like this, you get your twenty-one-year-old bourbon from Mark, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they slap down a Klondike bar beside it. You're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go through the whole menu next, okay? The locker room topic of the day. We've got our Masters Clubs dinner all set for our winning our winning uh, uh, celebratory dinner the following yeah. year at the Masters. We win the Masters, we choose the dinner for the next year for everyone, and this is what it will be. We're starting off with a Caesar. Mm-hmm. You brought up a good point. We need a Canadian element yeah, here. Yeah, Caesar's Canadian. Like would be the second Canadians to win, right? I think Mike Weir was the only one before that. I think he's the only Canadian yeah. that's ever. Uh, there might have been somebody back in like, like eighteen hundred or something like that. <laughs> um, we're throwing a stick of pepperoni in it too. That um, came up. Yeah, hey, no, Mike Weir is the only one. 
Just okay. looked it up. All right. Uh, and then we're going to go into the appies. Um, we got a choice. You can get Christie's weird butternut squash <laughs> soup, or we can get some Prince Edward Island. Well, we got another Canadian element there. Mm-hmm. Some Prince Edward Island mussels. That was from Mike. Our main is we locked that down right Immediately. away. Yeah, we're 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 corn, we're kind of I don't know what do you call it. We're stepping up our game here. Mm-hmm. Like Brad picked Wagyu tomahawk steaks. Okay, yeah. we did get a couple of suggestions to like put some onions and mushrooms and stuff on it, and I appreciate Catch that. Up. But we don't we don't want the meat to be ruined. Right? No, we want it to stand Just out. The so meat. pretty simple. Just like salt and pepper and slap that bad boy on the grill. Yeah. Okay. Um, then the veggies with the dinner as well. We got um, we got two. We got bacon wrapped asparagus from Henrik, and then we threw in uh, Tabor corn. From All White's right. Farm, and Jimmy will be microwaving it for yes. everyone. And then the dessert is Scuba's Klondike Bars, and then we got a post-drink as well from Mark, 21-year uh, bourbon. One, one thing I think we do need to add, uh, Dean texted in, beer tubs full of Pilsner, Bud Light, and Lucky Extra everywhere. Just when you're wandering around. Just around the room for Just... when you're mingling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dinner. We nailed it, boys. Sounds awesome. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. It won't be long. You'll be joining us in the locker room section, also known as the running section, which is uh, at Commonwealth. And we'll be uh, drinking beers and watching the Edmonton L. I think we're going to have a better year this year. Last oh, year yeah. was... Uh, was not a good outing for the boys. It was horrible. It was embarrassing last year. Yeah. Like, it was to the point where it was like, okay, this is actually... I'm not even an Elks fan, but this is embarrassing. Yeah, it was bad. Because it was they weren't even scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I went to one game. I don't think you guys... I didn't well, go to the last, like, three games because I was just like, eh. Yeah, Grant didn't go, and I went, and I, I walked in, and it was like empty. Yeah. There was, there was like, like 5,000 people there. And I think it was last scratch. 55,000 seat it was stadium. Like, I think it was like 2,500 people. <laughs> and it looked so bad. Yeah. This year though, I'm excited. I think we're going to we're going to have more fans out and I we're think gonna, so too. I think Victor's going to um spark some interest in in the Elk mm-hmm. this year, the Elks. Now, there's always a conversation about the game compared to the NFL. And yeah. and I understand that. I think the NFL, what the NFL does well, and they figured out a long time ago, is they figured out how to hype the game, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And they do a good job of the presentation. Yeah. You can't help but get excited. Hell, they start... The preview for about Super Bowl it. four days before, yeah, man. You can watch least. a pregame four days before the Super Bowl. At least, yeah. So they're very good at the hype revolving around the game. And I'm not suggesting the game isn't good. They've got the best players in the world mm-hmm. playing that damn sport, right? But I always get annoyed when there's a conversation about, well, we should maybe, you know what would really work? We should make CFL four downs. <laughs> no, because I think four downs is, has established the game that we have and I don't think the the problem in the CFL is the game. Yeah. It's not the game. Well, there's been problems with the offense in the last couple of years because offense is way down in the CFL. Yeah. I don't think the four downs. So this, the story is there's all this talk about like, are they going to move to four downs? Are they going to do it? And um, the league has always been like, no, no, we're not going to. But the story on now is that they actually did a vote on it. 
um, whether or not they wanted to look at with moving the to four downs with all the teams. Mm. And two of them voted yes. It was the Argos and the Stampeders both voted yes, let's look at moving to four downs. The rest Said, um, no. said no. The Argos kind of makes sense to me because there's such an NFL American market in Toronto. Yeah, that they could. I could see them trying to. Hey, let's copy that. Maybe more people will come to games. You know where? Ex- you happens. know where there's zero support for CFL? Toronto. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's Less none in Toronto. than nothing. Yeah. Like it's it's embarrassing. It's because they're like they like to think of themselves as too big for the CFL. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. NFL I don't, I don't know or one. nothing. Like they're like, what's the best? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because you can go right across the border and go see, you know, a Bills game, right? And and, yeah. and when you're comparing the NFL to the CFL, and maybe there's that. I've never understood the people that are like, and there's a lot of them that are like, CFL sucks. Like, no, I don't, I don't get that. Because why not? Why can't you watch both and enjoy them both? Like I watch the NHL, but I also watch the WHL. Yeah, I also watch. You know what I mean? Why can't I watch both and enjoy both? Why do I have to choose one? Um, yeah, yeah. There's some issues in the CFL. Like I said, the offense has been lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also a short season last year. Yeah, and they didn't have a preseason. They didn't really they didn't have a training camp, so it took them a while. So, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, we don't get the same caliber of of players. In, no, but in they're the still CFL. good. But they're still they're still highly skilled athletes. Yes. <laughs> A lot of these guys could play in the NFL, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's always that, right? Um, I, I I hope they, I think they got to learn to respect what they. Ha- we kind of said it to Victor, mm-hmm. right? Like the way they sell the 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 game in Canada, I think is is an issue as well, right? Yeah. They're selling it with the one dollar hot dogs and bring the kids, <laughs> yeah, right? Where this is a decent game to watch, yeah, it's a fun game, right? Like I get that. You might want to have a hot dog deal. Yes, don't get rid sh- of that, please. <laughs> but <laughs> is is like uh, promoting the like the halftime show? Is that kind of the same? Uh, I think you need they need to focus on the game, is what we're saying. Yeah, no, no. but that's why that's, promote your game, not because Tom they do Cochran lo- playing no, points no, on demand. No. no, they no they. <sighs> They shouldn't be promoting the halftime show. But they do that for the NFL, for the Super Bowl, and all that kind That's of stuff. Different. They get Beyonce. We get Glass Tiger. <laughs> What's wrong with Glass Tiger? Oh, like, no, nobody's no. going to a no. New Orleans Saints game because... Hide uh, the game. Hide, yeah. Sell the game. Don't sell the hot dogs for the game. Don't sell Glass Tiger. Or some like washed up top 40 hip-hop artist from Maestro Fresh West. Like, like don't sell Maestro Fresh Fresh West. Come to the game. See Maestro Fresh West. No, no. (laughs) Sell the game. Sell the game. Hey, we got these so-and-so playing. Like, promote the players. Promote the... Yes. It's the game. Sell the game. And that's what it was back in the day. It was like, hey, come see Gizmo Williams play. Yes. Yeah. Warren Uh, Moon. Absolutely. Even Ricky Ray. Like, it was... Yeah. We've kind of lost that. Victor, if you need any other advice, call We're me. here, man. We're here for you. Bookaroon <laughs> presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, it looks like Easter might be a little sadder this year. I guess. Kinder, you know, the makers of Kinder eggs and other delicious chocolate treats. Well, Kinder has recalled a bunch of their chocolate this morning because of a salmonella outbreak. 
I thought only chicken could get that. What has that Easter bunny been up to? What a terrible time for their chocolate to get salmonella. Easter is the Super Bowl for chocolate makers. If you make chocolate and sell it, this is your time to make money. And now Kinder is having to pull a bunch of it off of the shelves. This is comparable to Santa Claus getting gout right before Christmas. Or Cupid losing an arm and not being able to shoot his arrows on Valentine's Day. Or the Tooth Fairy having yellow teeth from smoking. It's all comparable. Kinder recalling their chocolate. It could lead to a chocolate shortage this Easter season. So uh, either stock up now or hope your kids enjoy searching for office supplies instead of chocolate on Easter morning. Also, if you're about to eat your breakfast Kinder surprise, uh, maybe just check to see that it hasn't been recalled. Or risk the salmonella. Whatever. The Grant Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Our patio opens this weekend <laughs> with brunch served all day and tours starting at noon. Book at Edmonton or Tabor GloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. How long has there been a pig problem in Saskatchewan? Quite a few years. It's been a long time. Down in the Kenosi area, they've had quite a, quite a problem, southern Saskatchewan. So if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a feral pig issue in the prairies. I yeah. think there there was a conversation about it back in the day in Manitoba, too. There was parts of Manitoba mm-hmm. that were dealing with it. And it, I think it started in the south, didn't it? I think so, yeah. But it's made its way into most of Saskatchewan, I think. Yeah. So it's in... In Saskatchewan, farmers, it's open season. You're allowed to shoot them. Mm-hmm. If you see a wild pig, it's fair game. You don't need a tag or a license or anything. If you got a rifle in the car, go nuts. Um, and in Alberta, we're start- it's starting to creep across the border now. Well, they're even, they were warning about a pig problem in Edmonton, in our River Valley and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they did announce an open hunt here in Alberta. Um, so if you are a hunter, uh, landowner, or a government-approved trapper, so not you, Jimmy, you're just a, kind of an illegal trapper in the River Valley, uh, you will be rewarded for killing wild boars. So, so you got to snap the head off or something? Uh, the ears. So okay. trappers will get $75 per set of ears. Uh, hunters and landowners also get 75 So $75 for a set of ears from a pig. So we're planning a, a locker room trip well, we're here. Like what an outing. Yeah. Right? The locker room goes on a wild boar hunt. Now we have a Twitter poll up that ties into that because if we do go on a wild boar hunt here in the Edmonton River Valley, yeah. the three of us and we take a bunch of locker room listeners with us, one of us is gonna get shot. It's gonna be an accident. Yeah. Um so wink wink. I saw you shoot at the range, Jimmy. I'm not worried. No, I don't. I don't hunt that Word way. Passing aircraft. I learned. I learned how to hunt from first blood. You know, you tie your you, you tie your knife to the end of a stick and you spear the sucker. Okay, so Jimmy's going to spear the pigs. Uh, I'm going to yeah. borrow an, uh, an AK-47 from Army uh, Chris. I'll probably use dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> And we're going hunting, everybody. <laughs> we'll set up in the Walmart parking lot and then go down into the River Valley every day. So that Twitter poll is live, by the uh, way, just right. for one hour. Yes, one hour. Who gets shot first? Lachlan, Grant, or Jimmy? Three, two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Mini. 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 M
like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. So we're getting uh, locker room listeners to pick the movies yes. this time around. 780-989-0957. Text in a, uh, a thought for Jimmy to review a Paul Rudd movie this weekend. I know Paul Rudd movies, but I couldn't name them. Okay. Like, if you said to me, um, I think Paul Rudd's in that movie. Um, He's I'd in go, a lot, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. There's one that I didn't mind. It's kind of like a romantic one. Uh, something about turning 40. Yeah. He was the This dad. is 40. This is 40 that was, was okay. Good. So, a uh, bunch are getting texted in already. And man. Um, Wanderlust. Um, that was the one with John, Jennifer Aniston when they moved to like a hippie commune. Oh. That was pretty funny. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer came in. It's a classic. What's that? I, I don't know that one. Oh, you've never seen Wet Hot? It's, it's really good. It's, Is that um, one, one he did years ago? Like it's when he was with younger? Bradley Cooper, um, Amy Poehler. Yeah, it's a huge cast in that one. It, he's such a likable guy. I can't imagine there being too many movies, like too many duds from his, from yeah. his repertoire, right? So I can run through. I just went through his IMDb. This is 40. Uh, the Perks of Being a Wallflower was good. Uh, Wanderlust. Our Idiot Brother was really funny. I remember that one. That's yeah. funny, yeah. He's um, the idiot brother. Yeah. Dinner yeah. for Schmucks. Great movie. I haven't seen that. You've never seen that? Oh, no. Steve Carell. Uh, I Love You, Man, with Jason Segel. That's one of my favorites. Is that the one where he they play Rush all the way through it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's looking for a best man for his wedding. He ends up meeting Jason Segel. Yeah. Um, Lou Ferrigno's in it. Role Models. I think we made you watch Role Models we one did. time. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's so. About, it's a great it, movie. It's about a cosplay teenager yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, another one with Jason Segel. That's a good one. Uh, Knocked Up. He's in that. That's right. He is in that. Uh, Night at the Museum. <laughs> I thought that would be a good one. Uh, He's in that? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember him in that. Yeah, he's he plays a character That's a in ben that Stiller, one. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one where he all the all the characters at the museum come, alive. come to life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um what's Robin Williams was in that one, right? Too. That's right, yeah. Um Anchorman, I think we made you watch Anchorman though. Oh yeah, you've made me watch Anchorman. <laughs> and That's then uh, how about classic. this one for a dark horse? This one's been texted in as well. Uh Clueless. Have you seen Clueless? I haven't seen Clueless. Really? Yeah. No. You haven't seen Clueless either, Alicia Silverstone? No. Paul Rudd plays. That's the one that people reference when they're like, Paul Rudd doesn't age. Because you look at him in Clueless, and he looks the exact same as he does now. It is kind of freaky, right? Like how well he has aged. Clueless is pretty good. Yeah. All right. Are we leaning towards Clueless? Well, what's coming the most here on text? Role models you've already seen. Not watching Ant-Man. He's seen Ant-Man yeah. more than once. He probably has the DVD. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> How many Ant-Man, Ant-Man are there? Too? Role, models. role Models is Ant-Man, coming. Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, Role Models he did already. I Love You Man's pretty good. That's, I Love You Man's a great movie. It's uh, Actually. That's like what started the whole man cave thing. And there was yeah. a lot in that movie that... Well, that's kind of the rush thing. Mm-hmm. That'll that, annoy him. That's as well. Yeah, Wanderlust has come in a couple times. I, I, I love you, man. Is better than Wanderlust as a movie. I agree. Let's do that one. Let's do that one. So that one's been texting quite a few All times. All right. I love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> You're watching that this weekend. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I think it's fairly obvious. Sports improves concentration and your quality of life. Yeah. 
I'm actually kind of proud of Jimmy right now because Jimmy is um, getting out. He's doing the the scooter thing. He's going out for little scooter rides. Yeah. Um, But also, uh, wouldn't you call like the lightsaber stuff I do kind of sporting? Absolutely. I think it is great. I I do. (laughs) It's a workout. You see those videos? I guess. Because it's no different than fencing. I always laughed at your workout videos because it'd just be you high kicking around your living room. <laughs> it's a, well, you know what? It's movement. Though, yeah, it's some right? sort of I, movement. I, I guess. I think the thing is, like, I, I end up you sweating find... by the time by the time I'm done doing wow. some of these videos. You get uh, you sweat when you get off your chair to go to the pee. Yeah, you're you're a, you sweat constantly. You're a bit of a sweater. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> you are. You say that all the time, right? You're always oozing something. Because you always, whenever you take your shirt off, it just, we get that BO, and you're like, it's because I'm sweating. Yeah. As soon as I take my shirt off, it's, there's nothing catching it. Well, and the ladies come running, too. Well, yeah, I know. It's like it's those Axe body spray commercials <laughs> are I just, busting through our doors. But the, the point I wanted to make yeah. was, right, like, I... I got my exercise when I was a kid, not by going to the gym or mm-hmm. getting a run in, but you know, before work, I always just played sports. Yeah, I played volleyball, I played softball, I played hockey, and I did that from a very young age, and until my forties, and then I I broke my tail. No, we don't need to get into that. But I broke my tailbone, and then I ballooned up to 265 pounds. And, yeah. and now I don't do any of those sports. Grant is still living in that world where your exercise revolves around well, I go getting the, out. I go to the gym every day, too. You are going to the gym now. Yeah, with, so we, that's a new thing with Mac. It's right? about six months, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, But playing hockey as well, playing baseball in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was looking at elementary school students. Find something you like, though. Like, Jimmy yeah. likes scootering. He li- he legit, it's funny I, to talk about a little person running around it. the hood in a scooter, <laughs> but that's what he likes to do, right? Yeah. Like I he, actually was, like, looking forward to it. Like, I kept going by my scooter going, I hope this snow goes away soon. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Riding a bike. Yeah, Any absolutely. of those things. And you yeah, guys- they, they were actually looking at... Um, elementary school kids and they found that the ones that were getting their exercise were concentrating better. So they were like in school doing better in school because they were getting so Larry, exercise. So Larry, the one sitting in class eating a wagon wheel, <laughs> right? Cropping his pants during uh, you know, gym. That sounds specific. But, but also, if, if you think about it, like when we were kids, we didn't have video games. We didn't. We were outside as was video games. All, what's that? You had video games. No. no of, Commodore sixty four. Not until not until my teens, we yeah. didn't have that stuff. We were outside. I we were riding it. bikes yeah. or, or sword fighting in the backyard, beating each I other. I always with hate sticks. when we get into this part of the conversation because it starts to sound like these kids these days don't do anything. But they don't they do? Kids are outside we lots. Like we didn't have uh, not like us. Not like yeah, I'm 50, this always makes this I'm sound ancient on this show. Fifty two grand. We 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 lived outside. Yeah, and and now but you can also like, romanticize see- it. I bet if you went back, there was time watching Star Wars, watching like, yeah. The only time we were allowed, uh, Grant, there is a there is decided difference in um, outside activity nowadays with kids. It, there's it is very yeah. different. It's not as much as you guys make it out to sound. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely, it is. No. I, no. I absolutely, <laughs> it it is. I mean, I I don't see kids playing hockey. Like I never. Maybe that's the St. Albert thing because they're in my neighborhood playing hockey. Yeah, they're in the back alley playing hockey already. I, honestly, I yeah. 
You 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 and your friends were outdoors. Yeah. You were a small town kid. But go right? to go to any this park. Is, the parks are full of kids. I'm not saying outside. kids don't go outside. Yeah. I'm saying comparatively speaking, from the eighties and now, yeah. it's different. It it is. And I think most people my age would agree with that. Yeah. Right? Like I think that does get romanticized though as well. As you get older, you start to forget what you did too and you're just like in your memory you're like we were outside I, I don't I believe you you're outside all the time if we watched Wait. TV when we were kids it was after the sun went down there was rules yeah there was rules around but there's rules around and screen kids, time now all you see is parents talking about how they limit their kids screen time now yeah and it, studies on it and I, I, yeah I, I don't disagree with Grant that yeah. that's not that's not something because there's always been that TV's evil conversation yeah. it's still TV's evil. TV's evil. It's the yeah. devil. Like, you're going to go blind. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it was also back in... You're not wrong, Grant. Yeah. Back in my day, it was a babysitting tool for parents. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it was. I'm not saying we didn't watch TV. I'm not yeah. saying that kids that had money had video games. I'm saying... I think there is, and I think most people in the text are probably agreeing with me right now. I think kids play outside less than they do now than when we were kids, like when I was a kid. That's that's all I'm saying, all right? And then, listen, studies like this are kind of... They're kind of antiquated. We all know that if your kid is active, they're, they're going to be more gonna, focused. They're going to be a little more focused. Yeah. They're going to probably behave a little bit more, right? You tire them out. Why do you take your dog for a walk? Tire him out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't tear up all your stuff. Yeah, if your kid's a shithead, go outside in the <laughs> backyard and throw, throw a ball at them. Yeah. You know? Do the same thing. <laughs> Treat your kids like a dog. <laughs> and now another world famous locker room Twitter poll. Brad Johnson. So the locker room goes on a wild boar hunt. Who gets accidentally shot first? That being the keyword, accidentally. Um, right now we actually got a tie between Jimmy and all three of them, and then you're one vote behind at, at it's uh, close, 30%. Eh? So it's close. And- and Grant is the least likely to get shot, according to this. So, yeah, 31.7% for both Jimmy and all three, and then 30% for you. My buddy, my buddy Jeff will take us out hunting, eh? <laughs> It'd be fun. It would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I've been <laughs> hunting in a long time. We, I'd have to be. N- I'd have to be wearing bulletproof everything. There's fu- no way we would see any animals. The funny thing, too. Yeah, we're way too loud. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be drunk. The other thing, he was like, you can't take rifles into the river valley. We'd have to take shotguns. Someone getting shot for sure. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. This is actually kind of a funny story. So this woman is on trial for murdering her husband, <laughs> shooting him and killing him. Um, and the plot twist is that she's an author who once wrote an, an, a book about, uh, and it was called How to Murder Your Husband. <laughs> she's in it trial. It was a blog post, not a book, sorry, yeah. but still, How to Murder Your Husband. Yeah. And she's on trial for murdering her husband. She's a self-published romance writer. Um, and they're not letting them use that as evidence. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like... She wrote a book called How to Kill Your Husband and you can't use it in the trial? Yeah, they said no. For it was, murdering her husband? It was for something else. It was just fiction. <laughs> it's kind of like when OJ wrote that book. I I didn't do it, but if I did, here's how I would or whatever. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. 
you know what ended up happening in the civil suit after the fact because he lost the civil suit. He was actually found guilty yeah. of of killing his uh, wife and and her boyfriend. Um, they got the money from the sale of that book. The yeah. family did, which I don't hate. Yeah. Um, here's the thing that I think people need to be aware of, and this is going to be. Again, something awful coming out of my mouth, but it needs to be said out loud. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you are in a relationship with, with somebody new, yeah. the one thing that may surprise you is the woman has planned out most of her life before she meets oh, the guy. I thought you were going to say how to murder you. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. When you meet your significant other on the female side of things and you start your relationship and you start planning your life, you will realize what most men realized. They had all this worked out. Mm. They had the dress picked. (laughs) They had the honeymoon picked. They had the color of the house picked. Yeah. The the, the picket fence, the car they're driving. (laughs) They had it all worked out. You're just part of the plan. (laughs) You're a piece of the puzzle. You're a piece of the puzzle in the woman's life, right? What makes you think she's not at home planning your demise? (laughs) This is, very this is dark. not a unique situation. My wife has been planning for my death for years. I think she's just waiting you out. She's <laughs> That's why she doesn't say much about your drinking. She's brought up. She has brought up her next husband to me multiple times. <laughs> Women are planners. Yeah. This is just part of who they are. They're ready for the next step in their life. She's already got your casket picked out. Absolutely. And where your plot's going to be. None of this surprises me. She just hasn't written a book about it. Yeah, yeah, just don't keep it on on, Mind you, apparently you can. You can write a book (laughs) called How to Murder Your Husband, and it won't get used in the court. (laughs) And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. Okay, so because of Pam Kirby, she inspired me to do basically I'm doing it in a nice way, but Star Wars for dummies. So I'm actually calling it Star Wars for beginners. So that an episode I'm putting up of my we podcast hate to insult anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So those books were popular, two, right? The dummies books. And the two, like it's going to be a two-part. You can call it Star Wars for Dummies. The first, the first episode drops today, right? Where you yes. give a chronological. You better Order not have which, put in all the cartoons wait, and stuff. Are you going to get sued by that book company? The like carpentry for dummies, radio for dummies. Yeah, you've been having a bad run with legal yeah, issues get, lately. Get sued by Disney. Now yeah. you're going to get sued by. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a chronological order in which you watch the the uh, Star Wars stuff from beginning to end, so that you you're not follow. answering my question. Did no, I'm not answering loser, your. You put all the loser cartoons in, didn't you, dude? It's just it's just okay. Clone oh my Wars. God. You put Boom. in the Clone Boom. Wars. You put in all the the loser cartoon stuff too. Pam Kirby's not going to want to sit down and watch cartoon it's Star Wars. It's not just for Pam Kirby. Kirby. It's she for has the... a job. And a life. But, dude, she she stays up all night. She has lots of time when working. she gets home from work. How long is this video that you're releasing today? It's only not even five it's minutes. two parts. 
it's two parts. Yeah. No, no, the second part you is going to... just done the movies. Okay, listen to me. Hear me out, okay? I'm not wrong about this. Okay, but it also shows... It also... Listen, listen to me. Pam I hate Kirby listening to you. is not going to watch Star Wars. She's just never going to. She's gotten through life without watching Star Wars. So let's say there is an outside chance that she might actually get interested in watching Star Wars. She's not going to sit and watch a five-minute video of you explaining how to watch everything okay. ever released but about here's, Star Wars. But, you should have just done the movies, dummy. But, but this you is listen there, You listen there, Tubby. Um... Now, one very important thing that this whole thing does, it also for morons like you will actually... I'm not t- watching will, Star uh, Wars no, cartoons. Or no, your we'll podcast. Also, we'll also <laughs> let you know where, where Obi-Wan fits in the whole chronological order, where Boba Fett fits, where the upcoming Ahsoka fits, all the stuff. So it's not just the cartoons. The cartoons are for a, a different reason. No, no but Pat Kirby didn't know yelling. who Yoda was. She didn't know, like, listen, Yeah, you need to redo the video. I'm not redoing the video just be, just to make you feel better about yourself. The, the, the I should have known. known when he was telling me he was doing this, he was going to include, include how the many, cartoons. Like, how, how many years would it take me to get through all of the content you were offering up on this planet? To watch all this stuff would take about a week. With sleep and meals <laughs> and bathing? Okay, maybe two. Good Lord. <laughs> we have got Kelly Ferlardo with us, and this will be an interesting conversation, Kelly, because you're dealing with three people who have no idea what an NFT is. So <laughs> before we get started and talk about what you did with Jimmy this weekend with your, your summit, can you, can you explain NFTs? Yeah, actually, an NFT is basically a non-fungible token. So if I was to give you a $10 bill and you were to give me a $10 bill back, it would be worth the same amount of money. Okay, so that's a fungible token. But a non-fungible token is, let's say, look, I gave you my cell cell phone and you gave me yours. You probably wouldn't want to give it to me, even though we paid the same amount of money for that phone. It is unique and it's different because you got different pictures, you got different videos, you got different stuff on your phone. So your phone is unique and different and it's more valuable to you than say my phone. So a non-fungible token is something that is is unique. It's different and there's no two tokens the same. But what happens is a non-fungible token is registered on the blockchain and that makes it unalterable. So if you own this um, JPEG or this picture, then you own it and nobody can take that from you. So I know <laughs> <laughs> people are like, what? Okay, but, here, but that's what originally when NFTs came out, they were just that, a JPEG. Now what's happening is NFTs are being used to create community. So for example, we had um, Jimmy come and talk at our NFT summit on Saturday. And mm-hmm. what we're doing there is we're creating a community of people who want to support people who um, are unique and different and imperfect and disabled and have something different about them. So we want to create a safe space for our community to come 
and be able to interact. And so when people buy our NFT, they're also going to get one of our T-shirts that say ugly on it, that stands for the unique, gorgeous, lovable you. Plus, they're going to get an event ticket where they're going to come to the ugly conference where I'm going to speak and I'm going to talk more about, you know, what ugly stands for and how you can learn to feel more beautiful and loved. And I'm probably going to have Jimmy speak again and other people speak and, you know, just really empower people to feel that they are loved and they are beautiful no matter what they look like. So Kelly, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I am 52 and I'm not the smartest man (laughs) on the planet. And, um, I, um, don't watch things like jeopardy because I don't want any more proof. Look at your shirt about how wrong dumb I am. It is the word dumb. Yes. <laughs> dumb is winning. <laughs> and uh, I gotta be honest with you. When I hear people talk about NFTs, I feel like the dumbest guy <laughs> on the planet because I cannot wrap my head around the, but I, I I'm, you've done a better job than most. I'm still not a hundred percent there. And you know, that is not unusual that you feel that way. Most people in the world feel that. How way are you because- making money from this? Or is it not about money? It's about, it, it's just about getting the word out about your new, well, like that's the how thing we make is- money, because here's what we're doing. Think about this. You know, when you go to Amazon, like, have you ever bought anything on Amazon? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I you, have daughters. You, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you click on the picture, right? And then you have a choice. You can buy the ebook version, so the Kindle version. You can buy the paperback. You can buy the hard copy. You can buy the virtual, or I mean, the audio copy. So there is a platform out there called OpenSea, and then there's other ones, like another one that I'm using called Rally. And basically it is like the NFT marketplace. So you can go there and you can you can do a search for trading cards, you can search for music, you can search for art, and you can search for all those things and click on- And everything's it. unique. Yeah, and all of these things are different and unique. Now what makes NFT special is that a lot of times what people do is they have- I'm going to buy this NFT, but that's going to lead me to have special time with that author or with that artist or maybe with that musician. Okay. So what okay. we chose to do is not just sell a JPEG. We wanted to sell the JPEG with the T-shirt, with the community. So we've got a Discord group going and, yeah. um, and then the event ticket too. So we want so to this- get a whole community around it. Yeah. So this weekend you had Jimmy involved in that NFT um, summit and it was the launch of your new program the ugly launch Kelly right exactly that's exactly what we wanted to do because okay. we wanted to show how nobody's really doing anything for people that are you know unique or have um, you know a disability mm-hmm. I don't like to call me as a burn survivor I don't like to call myself disabled but really some Jimmy's in the same boat like, well, I don't I don't like being called disabled either yeah, yeah I don't yeah. like being called disabled either but ultimately there is no community in the NFT world for people with disabilities. And so we want to have that. You guys are definitely unique, but I'm just as unique as anybody else too, right? Like, so that's, that's kind of the point you're making. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is also a space because you told me you have daughters. 
<laughs> now, what I've got is another girl. She's a brand ambassador for us. And, and she, her name is Monique. And she's half black. She's half white, covered in these gorgeous freckles. And she's been bullied all her life. Yeah. And she's 22 years old and, you know, she struggles with a few mental health issues. And so this is a space for someone like her to come and have our T-shirt that says the unique, gorgeous, lovable you is always beautiful. Very cool. So when is the next event? The next event will probably be in May sometime. Okay. And and how do I get more information about ugly as a whole? If it, Like just even removing the NFT from it. Yeah, well, you can go to my website. Like, we have a website for this whole movement, and it's yeah. um, the link is bit.ly forward slash ugly long. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Good morning, Cruz. Walker. Yeah? I'll take you out hunting, brother, and I'll keep oh, you Jeff. safe, bro. Jeff. Well, I'll we kind of want to get Jimmy shot. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. He's going to look like a little piglet running around. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> In their little trails. <laughs> yeah. Squealing. Hey, Jimmy, we, we, we love you, Jimmy. You know that. <laughs> Wear yeah. something bright color, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I got a bulletproof uh, vest that's bright orange. She'll be all right. Dress, I need a bulletproof helmet. Dress up like Piglet from yeah. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> well, you, I will tell you this, though. If you're hunting boars, Unfortunately, in the River Valley, you can only use a shotgun and a slug because high-powered rifles are against the law. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. In the city. But, the other hand, you, I wouldn't eat a boar with the nuts because they have to have no testicles for 30 days. It, the meat is not the same. But you can eat the sows, the females. Okay. They, uh, they taste better. Okay. All right. There's a hundred yeah. jokes here. Right? <laughs> oh, God. I would imagine you probably guys are going to get slammed for the rest of your day. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for uh, being who you are. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.